Okay, hi. I've wanted to talk about friends and friendships for such a long time, but my thoughts have just been super scattered and all over the place. But I think I finally gathered them, and so I'm just so, like, ready to talk about it because I think friends are just so important, and it's so important to make sure that we are a good friend. And so I want to talk about how to make friends, how to be a good friend, how to have good friends, the importance of female friendships, and yeah, just kind of all of that. So when I was preparing for this, I remembered this article that I'd read, and I think it was by the New York Times. And I'm gonna, maybe I should just try and find it so then I can link it on my Instagram story. But it's really interesting because they went through all these different studies and experiments that prove that having friendships is very beneficiary and important. And so I remember one of the studies was at a university and the conductors of the experiment stood at the bottom of this steep hill on campus. And then people would walk by either by themselves or in a pair and the scientists would call them over and then give them a heavy backpack full of weights and ask them to wear it. But then they just said, okay, now looking at the steep hill, how steep do you think it is? And it was interesting that the people who were by themselves thought that the hill was steeper than the people who had a friend with them. And I think that goes to show for life when we do have a steep hill challenge, a trial that we are going to face. If we have a friend with us, it doesn't seem quite as steep whether if, versus if we were alone and had to carry the backpack by ourselves. But when, yeah, we go through something hard or whatever, life is a little less scary because you know you have someone to help you if you fall, to hold the backpack if you need help, or just go through it with you. And then they did another study where they asked female students to do a math problem. And they asked some students to go into the room and do the stressful math problem by themselves. And then they asked other students to go into a room and do the math problem by themselves, but they had a friend sitting in the room with them. And interestingly enough, the people who had a friend with them, their blood pressure did not spike nearly as much as the people who were by themselves. And so, yeah, when we go through a stressful situation, if we have a friend with us, our blood pressure isn't going to spike as much. We're not going to be as stressed because we have someone there with us. So that's why having friends is so important, I, why I think it's so important to check ourselves and make sure we are being a good friend, to work on our relationships and put effort into them, and also just remember that it isn't necessarily about the quantity of friends, but more just the quality. So how to make friends? Well, I've been thinking a lot about what someone sent in to my advice column episode. She had asked, like, I'm an oversharer. Is that a bad thing? I'm kind of self-conscious about it. Does it make people feel uncomfortable? I don't know. And I've been thinking about it a lot because I'm the same way. I think I kind of do overshare. And so there was a point in my life where I actually was a little insecure about it. I was like, why am I just telling these people these things? But I've actually come to kind of love that about myself because I overshare because I love people and I trust people and I just like want to open up and get to know them and I want them to overshare right back with me. And you can't form a relationship or a friendship unless you open up. That's how you bond. And so if you're an oversharer, you might just be speeding up that friendship. And that's totally fine. And maybe we'll take the other person a little longer to open up. But if you're going to 
open up super fast, that's totally okay. And I think it actually will help the other person feel comfortable to overshare right back. I remember this one time I was at a party and we were all sitting around a fire and I ended up sitting next to a girl I'd never met before. And we start talking, she's super nice, super cute. But then after like three minutes of talking to each other, um, someone starts talking to the group as a whole. And so we stop talking and we're listening to this person talk and she puts her head on my shoulder and just rests it there. And for one second I was like, what? <laughs> Cause I'm an oversharer, but I'm not an overtoucher. And I was like, wait, but we just met three minutes ago. Like, why is she doing that? But it actually then made me feel comfortable and made me feel like, oh, she must really like me and I really like her. And so she must just think we're friends already. And it then just made me feel closer that we're already friends. And so I think the same thing does happen when you overshare with people, they might just want to overshare right back. But at the same time, when you do meet people, I think it's really important. And my mom's always told me this. She said, don't try and be interesting, but instead act interested. And it is natural when we meet people, we might want to like say, all the stuff about ourselves and just talk about ourselves and make it sound like we are these really interesting cool people but if you instead go into meeting someone and just let them do the talking and you just act super interested in them instead of trying to be interesting they're gonna lead the conversation and just psychologically something happens we're like oh I like them even if you didn't even really say anything they're going to think that and so I like trying to find the balance when I meet people to let them do a lot of talking once that kind of happens, then I do start to share and they share right back and we overshare together. So find the balance between not doing a lot of talking and doing a lot of talking. And then my other tip for how to make friends is to be an inviter. In my whole life, I've not been good at this. I kind of just like in high school, would sit around waiting for people to invite me to things. And sometimes they wouldn't. And I'd be like, what the heck? I'm really cool and awesome, why didn't they invite me? But then I realized, have I ever invited them to anything? And the answer was no. I like never invited anyone to anything. My entire high school career, which is so sad, but I just think sometimes when there's like friend groups and stuff, you just think you have to like be invited into it. But no, it's not the case. Like you can invite them, multiple, multiple people, or you can just invite one person to do something. And chances are they're going to say yes because everyone does want more friends. Like, everyone wants to make friends. And so I really wish I would have been, done a better job at that. But now that I'm in college, I've been working to do that. And I've been initiating things and inviting people to things. And it is totally helping me make friends. And I've actually just really realized that a lot of the times it will be, like, late at night and everyone's just sitting around waiting for someone to, like, plan something. They're just like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. What are you doing? What are you doing? And then finally someone's like, okay, we're going to go do this. And then we all just follow that person and we go do something. And so I've tried to be that a little bit and take initiative and be the inviter because that's going to help me make friends. So if you really feel like you aren't having a lot of friends, I've been there. I think we all have, but invite people and go out and make friends. Don't wait for people to just make friends with you. Okay, but now, once you've made friends, how do you be a good friend? So the first thing that I have, the first bullet point under that of how to be a good friend is to make it about them. And you know, people always talk about like, 
a friendship should be like 50-50, you should both be giving to each other, and you should give them energy, they should give energy back. The thing is, is there's some days where you're going to have to give all the energy. You're going to have to give 100, and your friend's just going to be taking it, and they aren't giving it back to you right then in that moment, because maybe they're going through something hard, and they just can't, and so you just have to be there for them. Or maybe it's like something really exciting happening in their life, and you just need to be there for them and not make it about yourself. So, yeah, and so an example that I kind of thought of is just on birthdays. And my family's always been really good at this, where if it's someone's birthday and we have a birthday dinner in our family, then everyone goes around the table and says what they love about the birthday person, a favorite memory or story with the birthday person, etc. And so we spend the entire dinner just talking about the birthday person. And it makes them feel so special, loved, and cared about. And that's like my favorite thing about birthdays. But then as I got a little older and I started going to my friends' parties, I realized that they did not do that. And it would make me so annoyed when someone would like walk up to the table, they'd be like, oh my gosh, and they would just start totally talking about themselves, telling this whole long story, and the birthday person's just like kind of sitting there. I'm like, no, it is their birthday. We're just celebrating them today. It's not about you. You can wait and tell it later. We're just caring about the birthday person today. And so I then brought that over, what my family did about just talking about them. I brought that over into my friendships and be like, okay, let's all go around and say what we love about so-and-so. And I think it makes them feel so special and loved. And I think that is such a great way to be a good friend. And so just know, be okay with like not making it always about you and be excited for your friends, be happy about your friends. And like, you'll want to do that. I think if you really love your friend, then you're not going to want to make it about yourself. And you're going to want to be there for them on their special days or on their hard days. My next tip on how to be a good friend is having to do with having a friend who's a long distance friend. And I've just had a lot of long distance friendships my entire life. And now, especially that I'm in college, I have even more because I left so many friends back at home. And what I've learned is that as much as I love, like, the hey, how are you text, I miss you, I and I totally do send those, and I also receive them, and they still make me happy when I receive them. What I actually love more is just like um, a text that's totally random. And so maybe it's like a picture of Taco Bell, and literally no caption, but I just send a picture of Taco Bell to my friend because we had a funny experience at Taco Bell. And so she knows what I'm talking about when I send it to her without even having to say anything. Or maybe a friend just sends me a funny TikTok or article or whatever that reminded them of me. Or, um, yeah, just like more random things like that or like a picture that shows up on your Snapchat, your go-today memories or on your iPhone memories or whatever. Because sometimes a how are you text is just like hard to answer. It's so broad. And I totally do it too. It's I still text my friends, how are you? But it's just... I haven't seen you in like a month, two months. I don't know. A lot has happened. If some days have been good, some days have been bad, like I don't know how to fill you in. So that's why I just like the more random text because I actually think it's almost just more meaningful in that way and helps me like keep bonds with people. But I also like my best, well, my best friend, um, who I miss so much, I just texted her and was like, okay, five life updates. And we just send five life updates. And I think I'm going to try and keep up with doing that too because, and just do that consistently 
where it isn't every like two months it's five life updates but like every week five life updates and stuff so i don't know i think keeping staying friends with people who are away can be hard and overwhelming but it doesn't have to be and so i i don't know i'm just i'm so grateful for my long distance friends okay my next tip is um to make an effort and schedule time because sometimes you can bank on seeing a friend maybe you see them every week at church or at school or whatever so you don't have to like go out of your way to plan things but yeah again now that I'm in college I can't bank on seeing my friends every single day at school and so I have to like schedule times to see them or to call them or whatever and I treat it like it's a date <laughs> and I love putting stuff this is one of my favorite things to do I love putting fun happy things into my calendar not just like, oh, you have this to do and this to do and all my to-do lists, but I love putting like, oh, I have this to look forward to. And so I put my like friend dates in there and yeah, kind of treat it like if it was a date with a guy almost, but <laughs> I'm just, just with my friends and it's like, oh, Tuesday, Tuesday morning, we're going to go to Pilates or Saturday night, we're going to go watch a movie, whatever it is. And then when you get there, it's just like so fun. It's just like a friend date. And I think that's really important to make the effort and time and not just like sit back and hope that you guys stay friends it requires effort but it's a good effort you know it shouldn't be hard necessarily and then also though going along with that if your friend is super busy don't be hurt if they're not just like if you text them or like hey let's go do this right now and they're like sorry I can't just like drop everything right now and go do that um and then if you feel like you're the busy one and you don't have time then again that's even more important that you also schedule time to see them and if you feel like you don't even have time to schedule any time, well then merge things like you're gonna work out anyway, so you might as well work out with a friend. You're gonna go grocery shopping, so you might as well go grocery shopping with a friend and just kind of kill two birds with one stone. Okay, and then my next tip is about being a girl's girl. Now, I have friends who are guys' girls and I have friends who are girls' girls. And if you're confused what I mean by that, um, how do I describe a girl's girl? Okay, a guy's girl is the girl who, yeah, just has a lot of guy friends or is always with guys. They're, she's just more comfortable around them. And then a girl's girl is someone who puts her female friendships first. And I have friends who are on both sides and they're both good friends, but I have to know what to expect and be like, okay, she's a guy's girl. And so if a guy texts her, she's gonna ditch me and that's okay like it's fine she's still a good friend but that's just kind of her thing but I actually it does make me sad when I hear people talk about saying oh like I'm just yeah I just have way more guy friends they're just so much easier and they're like way less dramatic and they're just chill and fun and yeah girls just don't understand me girls are just dramatic and they're like these like chill girls saying this here's the thing I hate that because I think you're really missing out on something super valuable and there's so much power in female friendships and honestly sometimes in the world it seems like guys are better than girls and society can just kind of push that out sometimes and it's kind of these girls who are saying oh, yeah like girls are just so dramatic guys are just more chill whatever it's those type of girls that kind of rub me the wrong way sometimes because you're acting yeah you're like proving that narrative saying that guys are better than girls like no girls we're both we're both both girls and guys are awesome but they are different and they are equal though and actually 
biologically, genetically, girls are going to understand you more because our brains work differently than guys' brains. And I've been talking about this in one of my classes in college right now. And literally, a girl can use her left hemisphere of her brain and her right hemisphere of the brain at the same time, and a guy can't. He just kind of has to switch back and forth. And so because of that, women are more perceptive than men. They notice things and whatever. And so having a girlfriend who notices things and will be there for you all the time is so valuable. And not all the times, but sometimes when a girl is a guy's girl, it's kind of because they're insecure. And when they're around all these guys, the guys make them feel special because they're the only girl in the group. So they're just like cool and... I don't know, and then around girls, they just don't have that one trait anymore that they're a girl. And so they're not, they don't see themselves as special. But if you have good girlfriends, they're gonna make you feel special for other reasons besides like you're just a girl, unlike boys. And don't get me wrong, I have guy friends, but I always have just had more girlfriends and I'm so grateful for that. And honestly, part of me also kind of was insecure about that and I've just always been like, oh, I just really wanna have a big guy group of friends. I just want all these guy friends until I finally started to realize that girls are just awesome and they, I'm just so grateful for them and the friendships that I have with them. So, and just like, don't look for your validation. And this goes for both ways, but I think a lot of times too, girls who are just friends with guys kind of feel validated by that. Um, but you shouldn't get your validation from guys or from being friends with guys. And instead have validation in yourself, but also girls, will be there for you, I promise. And if you feel like they all are just so dramatic and that's why you're friends with guys, try again. And honestly, look at yourself because I've had like no drama. I can count on my one hand the amount, the times that I've like had some sort of drama with girls because I'm not looking to create drama. And if I ever see something starting, then I'm just kind of back up for a second. And I think it's like an emotional intelligence where I know how to like not cause a lot of drama. Um, so yeah, I'm not saying that you are the drama or whatever, but just maybe go back to ha trying to have some more girlfriends because they will really be there for you. And yeah, we just have to stick together, okay? So my next tip though, and how to be a good friend is to know what to expect from friends because every friendship is different and every person is different and also no friend is perfect and that was hard for me because I love people so much that I'd like make friends and I just kind of put them on this pedestal and just kind of think of them as perfect when in reality they aren't because neither am I and so what I finally had to do was expect, okay, you know, this friend is so awesome. They do this and this, and like, they're always there for me, but they are also just always late. And to me, when someone would be late, I'd be like, what the heck? Cause I'm not a late person. I'm always on time, like for my friends and stuff. But I also have my other weaknesses and things. Anyway, so yeah, once my, once I decided like, I love my friend so much because she does all this stuff for me, but I can't get mad at her for being late because she that's just kind of part of who she is. Then my friendships got a lot better. And I can't remember where I heard this story, but I swear I heard it sometime. And it was about this um, wife, actually. It was a wife and a husband, and she, they got married. 
and the husband would always leave the cabinet doors open in the kitchen. He'd like go get a snack, he'd get a bowl, whatever, and he'd leave the cabinet open. And she'd be like, bro, shut the freaking cabinet doors. Why are you leaving them open? That's so weird. And he would be like, okay, but he just never did. They were always just left open. He'd always forget to shut them. And so she'd fight with him about it until finally she realized, you know what? He's so many amazing things. That's obviously why I married him, but he's just never going to shut these cabinet doors. So she started to expect it from him and then wouldn't let herself get mad at him for it. And their relationship got so much better and they stopped fighting all the time because so what? He's a million amazing things, but he just leaves the cabinet doors open. And so everyone has their little like flaw like that, that you just have to kind of expect. And like I personally, I write like really good letters. That's like a strength to me. Or I, I don't know, I'm a good friend. I have all my little strengths, but I also have my little weaknesses. And I'm so grateful that my friends give me grace. And so that's why I have to give grace back. For example, I yeah, will totally be there for my friend, except for when it comes to a party. I just hate parties. I really do. And so a lot of the times my friends will try really hard to convince me to go to a party and I might even say yes. And then last minute, I'm like, sorry, no, I can't. And I back out. And I feel really bad for being flaky and ditching for going to a party. But they know that I will be there for them all the time. It's just I get social anxiety and parties are just not for me. So they don't hold it against me every single time that I don't go to a party with them. And I'm so grateful for that, for that because it made me so sad if they then just assume that I was a bad friend and didn't give me grace. So you have to give grace back to your friends for whatever it is. Maybe they are boy crazy and they will just kind of, you'll have plans and they'll ditch to go hang out with the boy and you could get upset by it or you could just be like, okay, you know what? That's so funny. Like I'm not that way, but now she'll have, she'll come home and she'll have all these really funny stories to tell me and it will totally be good. And so then once you decide that though, to just like accept and expect that little thing that they have, then you can't let yourself get mad or else that's just going to like weaken your relationship and it does no good. But sometimes people will have maybe more bigger little flaw and it isn't just them always being late or ditching to go hang out with a boy, but maybe it's that they're really jealous or something and you just like you feel like they aren't happy for you when something happens to you and that's the worst that's super hard and so sometimes I've found that I've had friends that were kind of like that and so I've totally distanced myself from them but now it's gotten a little older and I was about to say wiser but <laughs> not necessarily wiser but I actually have learned that I don't always need to just like cut someone out of my life everyone talks about that they're like oh if they're toxic just cut them out it's like no Obviously, for example, if someone is being super jealous, which is annoying, so you could cut them out, and I've had to before because I wasn't in the headspace to deal with it, but now I have the headspace to be like, okay, obviously, they're struggling. They're insecure. Yeah, they're struggling, and so they could use me as a friend. They need some help, and so I'm going to be their friend. They're not necessarily going to be the best friend to me. But I will be there for them because they really need it. And I'm not saying I'm going to be there for them every single day. And we're not going to hang out every single day. I'm not going to tell them all my secrets. But every once in a while, I will just get an ice cream with them and just listen to them talk. Usually the jealous people are usually the ones who just only talk about themselves. And I'll just be there and I'll just be a little listening ear. Maybe we'll just go see a random movie or maybe we'll just comment on each other's Instagrams. And that will kind of be it. That can be the extent. But 
I think it really shows a lot about your emotional intelligence and who you are as a person if you can be a friend even if they aren't a friend to you but I'm all about prioritizing your time and energy and whatever and checking your mental health and whatever and so if you can't deal with it because sometimes I can't then don't I'm not saying just stay friends with like bad people but also know that you can really be a helping hand in people's lives and be a supporting role and just be people's friends even if they aren't necessarily your friend now if you do get in a fight with a friend and like sometimes that just happens it hasn't happened that many times I don't feel like it should but if it does happen if it's a healthy good friendship you can talk about it and work through it and everyone's like oh but I don't like confrontation okay yeah no one does no one likes confrontation um but sometimes it's good to say something and one time I had a super close friend and I just kind of felt like something was off and I was kind of sad and I wasn't like mad at her I was kind of just starting to beat myself up I'm like maybe I'm just a terrible friend like why does she not like me like is something wrong and so for a couple days I was just kind of in my head about it and finally I decided I was like no like I can't just sit here and do nothing because this friendship is worth so much to me so I'm gonna say something so then I talked to her and she's like hey like what's up are we fine like I just feel like whatever and she's like, oh my gosh, you know what? Like, I'm so sorry. Like, no, I mean, we totally talked through it. And like, I apologize for some things. And I'm so glad because now we're just still like best friends. And it would have been so sad if I didn't confront her. And if I did just assume, oh, well, I must just like, she must not like me. Like, I just, I guess we can't be friends. No, we had a healthy enough re relationship to just like work through that super easily, may I add. And now we're just best friends. Same as ever. Better than ever, actually. You know what I mean? So, if you are going through a little rough patch with a friend, I recommend talking it out. Because, if yeah, if you have a healthy relationship, if they should stay in your life and are meant to stay in your life, then once you talk it through, it's just going to get even stronger. Okay, that's it for today. Um, but I will say, if you feel like you don't have that many friends with right now, we've all been there. Everyone's felt alone at some point. But go out there, make some friends, be the inviter, but also DM me. We can literally be friends. I feel like all of you are friends with me who DM me and stuff. And I'm so grateful for that. I love that. That's one of my favorite things about having a podcast is just like meeting all of you guys online. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll manifest it. I'll meet you in person. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for everything and for all the reviews. Here's your reminder to leave me one if you haven't. And also your reminder to buy some Babe Original products because they are my absolute favorite. And use the code thatgirl15 for 15% off. And then also, if you love playing pickleball because it's the best, then use thatgirl15 and thatgirl20 for 15 and 20% off. Um, yeah, okay, that's it. Love you guys so much. I hope you have a great week. Bye.